Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I, I think uh, when you look at it, and the thing we stress and uh, are going to continue to stress is uh, – if we go out and play smart, not conservative football, uh, a lot of times those, those things take care of itself. And I think uh, um, when you go back and look at those things, they're, they're correctable things that we can look at and say, you know, let's, uh, um, let's play smart, not conservative in these situations and, and make sure uh, whether it's no matter what type of game you're in, if it's a, a ball control game, whether it's a, hey, a shootout type game or a, um, you know, whatever that style is, uh, um, that can that could help you adjust your your thinking as you go, uh, whether or not you need more more aggressive or less aggressive. So, um, I think if we live in that world of playing smart, not conservative, then I think those those things take care of themselves. To some extent, this is a, this smart, not conservative, is something that we talked about last year. Mm-hmm. I think one, you coach it. You know, I think uh, um, myself and, and everybody on our staff, um, top to bottom, take a lot of pride in, you know, coaching. And, and when guys make mistakes, we talk about it and we coach it. You know, and and uh, um, you know if it's good, uh, we point out the good. If it's if it's something that needs to be corrected, we we coach it, we talk about it. And, and we, uh, we hit on it, you know, and um, as a coach, you don't want to let things slide and let things, you know, just kind of go by the wayside because those things start adding up. So I think, I think the number one thing is, is coaching it, uh, coaching it when, it when those things do happen and, and so that we can all learn from it. Um, and then going back and uh, from my standpoint, uh, okay, is this the right call in that situation? Um, you know, and, and making sure that, that I'm putting the guys in the right position uh, in those scenarios. So I think that's the second thing. And I think the third thing is just uh, um, continue to do the things that, that we need to do um, to make sure we're helping uh, putting our guys in the right position from a uh, um, you know, schematic standpoint, whether it's the, the short passing game, intermediate, downfield, um, whether it's run pass in, in those scenarios. There's, there's no doubt. I think that again, that falls into, you know, just uh, uh, the the feel of the flow of how the game's going a little bit, you know. And I think those are all things that, um, as players and coaches, you know, we can we can learn from. And as a as a coach, on what we're calling and, and uh, um, you know the the different uh, positions we're putting our guys in. Just 
Uh, you time out like from a like a coaching it standpoint, like uh, after the game or in the middle of the game, or well, I think um, again, I think the biggest thing is you know it's it's you you talk about you you hit on it, you make sure um, you're you're addressing these certain things, and so I think as a as a as a play caller when I'm when I'm up in the booth, I think Joe does a good job in in making sure that he's staying level headed and and uh, and trying to make sure he's uh, we're keeping him in the moment, you know, and and. I think the big thing we try to we try to hit on with all of our guys is, hey, we want to focus on this play every play, you know, and you can't you can't change what just happened and you can't predict the future. We can learn from those things, and we can anticipate. But at the same time, as players, I want my guys focusing on this play every single play. Because if we win that play, you know, and you stack enough of those together, that that's what leads to effective drives, you know. And I think that that's those are the things we want to make sure we're hitting with our guys. Um, you know, and, and making sure that, hey, let's 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 win every play. Uh, uh, let's focus on the now, focus on winning this play, and let everything else take care of itself. So, do you feel like these coaching points um, are being accepted or absorbed by Josh? Though, because I mean, the idea of taking back care of the football, limiting unnecessary hits, mm -hmm. these are not new topics that we've talked about right. for a long time. Here. Josh himself said yesterday he's in year six. You should know better. So mm -hmm. why do you feel like these same mistakes keep happening? Well, I think when you when you look at, I think um, throughout uh, throughout the, his career, there's there's you know yes they might pop up in certain games or whatever, but I think as a whole, um, you know he's done a really good job. I don't think you get to the point of his career, and I don't think you get to the uh, as many games as he's won as a starter. If this were something that happens every single game, if that makes sense, I think that um, you know it's something that uh, um, maybe at times pops up in the course of of a season. Um, but you look at, I think that happens to a lot of quarterbacks throughout the league. Some of the, the best quarterbacks of all time have had multiple interception games um, when when you look at it, you know. And and as much as you hate as a coach. You know what you what you want is okay. Let's let's go back and let's talk about it. So then it gets put in a library and we can learn from it. Um, as a competitor and the type of player he is, yes, the running stuff. You know, we I think when you look at it, uh, kind of as the season goes on, I think then he's kind of in that lather. He's in that that feel, and those things start. You know, it's like okay, like I'm in, I'm in a point in you know where I'm going out of bounds. I'm doing those things. So it's it's just. You know, we got to make sure we're getting them there, and I think uh, uh, that's why we, you know, limited some of those those quarterback runs and design runs uh, this past game uh, to try to take some of that mentality out of it a little bit um, right there. Um, but also, you know, look at the end of the day, guys, I got a ton of trust in Josh Allen, a ton of trust in him uh, and, and who he is and what he's about and the type of player he is. And um, you know, we'll continue as a coaching staff just to, you know, coach coach every single player on our team, whether it's Josh. Steph, Line, you know, uh, uh, Mitch Morris, like all these guys, they want to be coached and they want to learn. Can I not to belabor the point? Mm -hmm. like in game, mm -hmm. he throws that interception, the, the turnover starts to mount up. How do you do your role in kind of getting him out of that? Yeah, um, one, I think uh, it's a great question. I think one, it's, it's making sure that uh, we're trying to call stuff that he's comfortable with and that he can just kind of run in his sleep. You know what I mean, and get him, get try to get him back in a groove. You know, and and and, uh, and make sure he's back getting that comfort level. You know, so I think that's kind of the the main thing as a as a play caller. 
all right, I'm trying to find things to, to get him in a groove, try to get him you know, back in a, a rhythm where he's, uh, he's reacting, not thinking, and, and, uh, and he's comfortable. You know, so I think that's, that's the one thing uh, um, as, from a play calling standpoint. Two, uh, I think calm breeds calm. You know, so when I'm calling the plays in, hey, you know, we're, we're calling him in and, and making sure he feels like I've got confidence in the play that's being called and, and uh, from my voice and, and from how I'm calling it. And uh, I'm calm in the way I'm calling it, and I'm communicating him in, in that way. You know, and then, uh, um, you know, I think a lot, of, a lot of that, too, with Joe down the field, you know, making sure that uh, uh, Joe making sure that, you know, he's in the right headspace mentally, you know, because he's down there with him and has a feel for kind of how he's feeling. And that's a lot of conversation between me and Joe, you know, okay, how's, you know, how's he feeling? Hey, what is he like? And, and, um, and, and going from there. I don't know if that answers yeah. your question or not. I think right now that hasn't been a, a something we've talked about. Um, I mean, we went through, you know, uh, a whole year last year and with a, a really good system and a really good process. And I don't want to, I don't want to panic after one game, you know. And, and uh, I want to make sure that, you know, we're we're not uh, uh, jeopardizing our, our process uh, in in any way. I think uh, it's it's been something that's been effective for us. Uh, we just gotta, you know, we gotta learn from these things and, and correct and, and move on after, you know, the first game of the season. And now, you know, we want to be locked in and, and focused on uh, on the Raiders, you know. And that, that's obviously the tough part about a Monday game is you know, you'd like to spend time to really kind of, hey, rehash and, and go through it and, and watch this thing as a as a as a whole group as a whole offense, uh, you know, and really spend a lot of time on it, you know, because. Uh, you want to be able to say, "Look, uh, look what happens when it was when it was really good," and then, all right, when it wasn't as good, okay, this is how we correct it. So you know, you spend time doing that, but unfortunately, on a short week, you got to be able to, ready to turn the page a lot quicker and get on to get on to the Raiders because, look, at the end of the day, they're an extremely tough opponent that we got to be ready for. Yeah, I think uh, I think it was it was good for us. I think it created good matchups, and um, you know we're able to put some guys in some different spots and move guys around, and it was a effective uh, effective tool for us. And look, I mean, last week it was that, and this week we I mean, might be in more eleven, you know, or or some twenty one, whatever it is. You know, what I mean, like who knows? You never uh, uh, week to week a little bit is going to be dictated based off of. Um, the opponent and then uh, the flow of the game a little bit and kind of how things are going. And at the end of the day, guys, there's, there's one football, you know, and then I think our guys understand that. And when you look back on the stat sheet, you love to, you love to see multiple guys with multiple catches, um, you know, and, and that's, what, that's what we're striving for because, uh, you know, we, we want to be as, as diverse as we can with how we're attacking people. Yeah, I thought um, you know he was really unfazed by the atmosphere. It was a it was a tough environment to go into and play. And as a as a young player who um, you know hasn't been in that atmosphere in the NFL before, I think he handled it extremely well. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I thought, um, I think it provides, you know, just a, a good change up that you could do some different things out of to create some uh, some issues for the defense. So um, we were able to get a few plays out of that and, um, you know, and, and just uh, give the defense some, some different looks, some, some different things to think about. So uh, it's something that, uh, again, we, we could use more or less, uh, um, you know, some games, other games, um, based off of kind of what we're what we're seeing and what we're thinking. But I think with the versatility of what we have and, and the guys that we have, it creates some uh, some good matchups for us. I think one big thing is when you're when you're calling a calling a game is um, going into it and saying trusting the process throughout the week of putting guys in the right spots, um, you know, to to for them to be effective and and move guys around. Of hey, one week you know we've got this concept and we've got Steph there. Then the next week we might have Dalton there. Then the next week we might have Hardy there. And you know what I mean? And 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 varied up that way. And then when it when it comes game time, go out and call what plays you feel like are going to be most effective um, against the defenses you're seeing. And then trust the progression and trust that uh, you know, the read and, and how we're working the reads is going to take care of itself and, uh, and let you know, the ball go where it goes based off the progression. So I think uh, some of the best games that, that we've had, you know, we're calling plays based off of you know, what, what, uh, uh, what plays we feel like is going to be most, aggre- most effective against that defense and not anything else. Yeah, no, I thought, look, at the end of the day, I thought there was, you know, again, a lot of, a lot of good plays and a lot of good things that happened in the course of the game. And, and there was times where we were, we were very, you know, highly, uh, highly efficient and, uh, uh, very good completion percentage there. Um, you know, and, and, uh, um, got the ball out to guys in space and, uh, you know, we just got to do a great job in, in, in our rack and making guys miss and, and, uh, and those, uh, those things to create some of those explosives on some of the shorter passing games. So I think when you look at it, you know, stri- you know, finding ways to strike that balance between some of that quick possession pass game and some of the intermediate stuff and downfield stuff, making sure we're, we're balanced there and, and not just one-sided, um, I think it'll be important. But I think when you look back at the night and what we were doing, I think uh, uh, we were effective in a lot of the, the stuff, getting the ball out, and uh, we just got to continue to grow in that regard. If you're not successful, two more on first or second down, how does that change how you might set up plays, whether it's later in the series or later in the game? Yeah, I think uh, um, when you look at it, we, we classify it as, you know, first and second down, second and one to six. Those are like green scenarios for us where it's, you know, everything's on, on the table, everything, you know, um, um, you've got the ability to, to run your whole gambit, you know, in those second and seven pluses, second and longs, you know, third longs. Those are red type situations. Those are, are danger areas where the defense has at times, you know, a little bit more of an advantage, you know. So I think being, uh, being able to keep them, still keep them off balance, whether it's, hey, if you, you do get in those, those scenarios of, 
you know, not letting them sit short, you know, and, and where, you know, they're just thinking get back on track type plays. Uh, but at the same time, hey, you know, if they're playing soft, being able to either check it down or call some quicker ball out stuff to get you uh, some rack opportunities or into more third and manageable or try to pop a run in there against a softer too high shell or something like that. So, again, I think when you look at it, it's still being able to attack a defense in multiple ways, even though you're in a, uh, a less advantageous situation on offense. I don't know if that answers your question or not. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, multiple things. One, just uh, his ability to, you know, um, use technique, uh, use his size and length, uh, and those those types of things. I think is uh, is really impressive. Um, you know, the different tools he has in his tool belt um, through experience, through just multiple, you know, his different pass rush moves, and then I think the amount of time he's on the field uh, is it, it's impressive how you know, hard he goes every single play. You know, he's a, he's a guy that plays a lot of snaps, but you wouldn't know it uh, when you turn on the tape because every play feels like it's the first play he's back in the game for after a, after a rest, you know. So I think just that, that uh, level of energy that he plays with, uh, nonstop motor, um, and then different tools that he has in his tool belt makes him who he is. Thanks, All right, thank you, guys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.